Hey, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, we are kicking off the year with some fitness talk. This is the time where we all figure out if we're going to get fit or more fit um, in the coming year. So we thought this would be a perfect time to share a talk with Dan from Radix. That's one of the, uh, that's the gym we go to um, in Oakville. He's a great guy. He breaks down some stuff. We talk about the three energy systems in the body. Um, I personally need to work on my endurance. So I was kind of asking him some questions around that. We talk about CrossFit, some of the trends in the industry, eating habits. Uh, We discovered, uh, we had some good laughs over just food and and eating and that kind of thing. So it's a great talk. Dan is a great guy, full of knowledge. Uh, Nick, has been working with uh, Dan at Radix for, I feel like, I don't know, five, I want to say maybe four or five years now. Um, A whole bunch of us, myself included, do some group classes and join in some of the CrossFit classes multiple times a week at uh, at Dan's gym in Oakville. So just a good good chance to meet someone who knows their stuff. We talk about um, the difference between powerlifting and weightlifting um, and uh, get into all different stuff. So enjoy the chat. And uh, that's it. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, go. So after I was lifting, I was going for uh, rotis after regularly because I was looking for the, like, the <laughs> highest calorie thing that I could get. But it was like meat and then the potatoes in it and stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is great. And I'm like, I could just devour these things, well, no it, problem. You're like, all you have to do is go to the around the Olympic weightlifting area in the gym and then just see all the leftover donut boxes, candy, stashes, oh, yeah. like all over that place. And those people just sit, lift, eat lift eat rest and all lift. sugar too yeah it's just well, sugar. how many calories do you think you're burning a day me i don't know i think my understanding my what I does your ring say oh uh, does I, your I ring give know. you a readout? i don't know i didn't even look for that i'd literally just look at it for resting heart oh, rate okay. and hrv did you um, ever check with your whoop? with the whoop and stuff it was uh three just over three thousand mm-hmm. low three thousand range thirty three thousand thirty one sometimes Which it was twenty nine seems right? pretty accurate i, I was it? my typical day um if I worked out and I was working, was in the forty five hundred. How tall range. are you? I'm like six foot one. And how much do you weigh? Two hundred and ten pounds. And you're doing forty two hundred calories. Yeah, I walk like pe- what people don't kind so of realize is I walk all day long, moving people to not lose around. weight. You have to eat forty two hundred calories. Basically, yeah. And so to gain weight, I have to eat more. But what does why'd you ask? How like does it matter how big you are? I guess to a point. It does. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just so curious because uh, when I see Dan in the gym, I don't think he's weight. that big of a guy. And then I see him out of the gym. I'm like, come holy on. No, but shit. I mean, if you're, fi- yeah, <laughs> you just called him small. Yeah, yeah you're, looking, on, you're already kind of looking skinny. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just mean I know, in con- con- two weeks, context dude, when like, you see him on. in the general population, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. But but so but if you're, I mean, if you were six inches shorter, then yeah, but it weights weight just like that's the amount of mass you're carrying. So to maintain the mass, you need a certain amount of calories. So okay. the higher the mass, the more calories. And then it depends what the maintain. mass is made up of. Yeah, because then your body will start com- to convert either the fat to muscle or you'll gain more fat if you're just sitting around and yeah. eating and doing nothing, right? Why are you thinking I asked him that? I don't know. Oh. I'm probably not even thinking. Oh, okay. Just, just asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then some calories, isn't the big argument online right now between even doctors and PhD guys and mm-hmm. shit that uh, the uh, different calories will, like uh, 
You know that whole argument. I don't even want to bring this up. I actually oh, okay. don't even want to bring this up. But now, <laughs> the, a calorie is not a calorie. Like if you eat a calorie from like fat, it might be stored or it might be uh, metabolized and, yeah. and handled in your body a little differently. Yeah, than, all three macronutrients. So you have protein, fats, and carbs. That you, depending on your pull body, pull this word nice makeup. and close. Sorry, depending on your your uh, your body, your makeup, and how uh, your metabolism is. Um, it's going to use those macronutrients differently. So some people work really well on a higher carb carbohydrate diet. And typically those are like, um, hard gainers. So they, it's hard for them to gain weight and they got to really try to gain weight. They usually could eat tons of carbs and they'll never gain weight. And then that's people, a great situation. Oh yeah. But you talk to those people and they hate it. Yeah, because they like, they want to gain they're weight. They're like, I want to be bigger, and I can't. Greener. Yeah, exactly. And people are like hating on them because like, well, you can eat whatever you want, and you're always skinny. Anyways, well, when Tom got his yeah. genetics done, he can eat more fat because yeah. his body can process fat better than other people. I was just going to log into DNA that. Fit because DNA you, you Fit told me my his, based on my genes. And you can see that with how you eat and how you prefer to eat that you prefer a higher fat diet. I uh, feel like I can eat a logs. lot of fat. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't no, bother and that's, me. It's like remember when I was genetic components because you don't eat anything else. So then no, now I do. The fat. Now I do. Yeah, Before I true. didn't. You've been adding since the first twelve week challenge. You've been adding more carbs. Well, right? I started. I started eating oatmeal. Yeah, that was a big deal. And then I started yeah. eating more rice and more sweet potato yeah. and just more quantity mm-hmm. of food. Yeah, and it, and then you never like it never made you fat though, right? No, no, no. Yeah. What we're going to start Actually, doing for stuff, leaner. when I, yeah, when, I go. when I talk to Tom about this stuff, I'm going to start charging him because I found that the only people that he listens to around this stuff is once he has to pay them money. Yeah. Before that, he just no, won't keep, listen. Keep it so, going. No, no, need, it's, it's once I figure it out for myself, I'm just stubborn. <laughs> I, li- I will hear what you have to say, but first yeah. of all, you're my younger brother. Yeah. So there's an automatic discount. I, I honestly, an automatic I have, discount yeah, that goes I to any two younger brothers and I don't listen to a thing either of them say, but I know I appreciate what, what Nick's saying is just sometimes when you're in the middle of it i'm like i don't know i just want to figure this out for myself and kind of go through it and now i can definitively say that nick is right Mm -hmm. because when i was eating too few calories and then going to radix with you yeah yeah definitely was getting uh beat down and my throat was dry like i really was dry throat all the time and then as soon as i started eating some more carbohydrates specifically more carbohydrate because i was Mm -hmm. hardly eating any yeah um then everything got better. Performance mm-hmm. felt better. I was getting through the workouts better. I didn't even gain weight. Like uh, that's the thing. Like I shouldn't I say know. that I gained weight, but I but feel like it was good muscle. weight. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and and on top of that, the dry throat. Like you must have been so dehydrated all the time. I know. So the <laughs> carbohydrates will help you store more water in your muscles and see how slow so just, I am. Yeah. Didn't even I didn't even connect the dots. You guys yeah. already yeah. knew this stuff, but yeah. it took me like a year and a half. So yeah. now I can say, yeah, Nick was completely right. But it, it's amazing, right? Like all the. Everything in the marketing world for this kind of stuff is pushing that low carbohydrate lifestyle stuff like that, right? But which would make sense if you're like, you know, not doing anything. If you sat around all day at your office and then you went home and you sat and watched TV, sure, I I think a low carbohydrate diet would probably be the perfect thing for you. But if you want to be active and strong and all do all these things and and run around with your kids and stuff like that, like why why would you not? You know what? I feel fuel like fuel yourself properly. I feel like I know a cheat based on what you just said. I am like, if I don't actually go to the gym and work out, mm-hmm. I know exactly what to eat based on everything I've tried now, mm-hmm. and I. Won't I won't I, I I won't gain weight like no, yeah. I can keep you can stay lean, lean and you know feel and, good. and feel pretty good yeah, yeah. but now going to the gym and doing physical exercise I'm like damn I, if I really want to feel good yep. I need to change the diet I'm eating and I didn't uh, I don't know I guess I missed those classes in health I don't know I no they don't that. teach that stuff well, you're um, I think 
our education is based on uh, marketing for companies that are trying to sell diets. That's a that's know, the other to, thing that bothers me. You know what? You know really what bothers me when people talk. Yeah, got, yeah, we got to stop talking over each other. No, I like talking over you specifically. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> just to try to give people a good user experience, a good listener experience. Yeah, yeah. What, you what, guys have to take turns and put up your hands. Okay. What, what I what I learned is that uh, now no, I lost my train of thought based on Nick. What Perfect. Nick said. Carb, um, we're talking carbs and diets and yeah. Marketing. Oh yeah, that's the thing that bothers me on uh, on the whole diet thing is that. People will ask me what I eat now and I'll say, oh, I'm kind of like I eat a bit more fat. And they're like, oh, you're on like a high fat diet. And I'm like, well, I, I think I'd rather explain it saying my diet is this. Mm -hmm. Then I'm on a diet. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah my diet is this is what I eat. Yeah. I'm not actually feel like I'm on a diet. No. Like, and there's a little distinction there. Like, I know I'm saying the same words, basically, yeah. but it's not like I'm trying to like diet. I'm no. just like. This is what my diet is compromised of. This is currently consistently. Yeah, consistently. Mm -hmm. And this is what I eat. And uh, yeah, just kind of that that whole thing. But I, I, I the industry is amazing. Mm -hmm. The fact that they come up with a new diet all the time and everybody. And it's amazing crazy. that they're just reusing the same material and calling it different things. Well, inter the intermittent fasting is the one that gets me now yeah. um, because I've looked at some studies. Uh, there's a big fasting guy in Toronto. I forget his name. Yeah, Jason Lee, I believe. Yeah, I think yeah. he's one of the de facto experts on the subject T totally yeah, yeah. so i watched He's a couple of presentations on him it seems like a smart guy and, mm -hmm. and you know a few different things there was that what you know the biohacking conference i went to it was in toronto and that that term too biohacking can get people all up in arms oh, about stuff sure. but it was just about diet and different things yeah. and um yeah a lot of the studies show because intermittent fasting is such a big thing now like everyone you know you know a few years ago it was like this new thing that only some people spoke about now it's like the cool thing to do right mm -hmm. and um but the studies are showing a lot of the studies that they were referencing were showing that actually what's happening on when people with intermittent fasting is they're actually on a calorie reduced they're like a calorie deficit so it's a calorie reduced diet because they can't intake that many calories in that small window of time frame because you just basically got to stuff your face yeah so that's what the newest not the newest but that's what the studies are showing but everyone thinks it's this like this new holy grail to eat this has changed this is the way that things should be well you've kind of like maybe it's working for you but really you're just kind of like taking in less than you're outputting and that's kind of the the majority of the benefits maybe not all of them no but yeah. but the majority or, or a chunk of them i won't well, even for, say the majority yeah for weight loss like you for weight loss is very simple you need to take in and i'm not talking health just weight loss like you can lose weight and i could eat mcdonald's every day and lose weight as long as i take in less calories than i put out i will lose weight but you're gonna right? feel like crap no, no yeah but I'm just, I'm just saying for weight loss, right? If we just simplify it as simple as it can be, that's all it is, right? But now you're just teaching people how to control a, a bit of that of their diet by not letting them eat in huge chunks of time, right? Mm. I don't talk about a lot of that stuff just because I, I, I don't know. People get all up in arms about that um, stuff. So I there's like those zealots for everything. You know what? Yeah, da, 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 but, yeah, right? yeah. But see, my wife said something to me too because she's like, "Well, I thought you told me that breakfast is so important." Like this was years ago. I'm like, mm -hmm. "Well, no, I, I." I believe breakfast is important, but wh why I'm saying that you might not be able, like, why it might not matter as much is because if your breakfast is a big, you know, two big glasses of orange juice and some fruit and a bagel yeah, with cream cheese, yeah, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. well then, you know what? You're better off without the thing because it's going to mess you, mess up all your insulin levels early. You're going to be yeah. eating, you're, you'll be crashing later. Like, so if that's the case, then yeah, skip breakfast all day long. Like, mm -hmm. cause you're not really skipping breakfast. You're skipping like a bunch of crap. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like dessert, sugar, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
anyway, so that that was the conversation I had with her. So she's like, I just don't get it. I just I need someone just to tell me the one thing that works. And I'm like, there is no one thing that works. You got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. And she doesn't like that answer at all. So we've just, we've stopped talking about diet in my house. It's not mm. a good not a good conversation. You know what? To continue the conversation on on the on the diet, I just struggled to log into my DNA Fit thing. But I thought I was a Mediterranean. It says optimal diet. So if you've never heard of DNA Fit, it's this service you throw in your 23andMe DNA data. Have yeah. you ever taken your 23andMe data? I have, yeah. And then when you... I'm you, like genes of an elite powerlifter or some crap. Really? Yeah, right. <laughs> it does. Seriously, there's like a thing it that says... It actually says, says that? It says that. I'm Look not lying. I'll pull it up. If you're listening to this, you can't see Dan smiling right now, but that's the biggest <laughs> smile I've ever but seen. It was the only thing that I took away from it where I'm like, yep, that's right. Oh, the rest I, of it, I was like, oh, okay. I was pissed when I saw mine because I was like, I, I wanted those fast twitch muscles. Like, I'm 45, not yeah. like I need it, but I'm like, I want to be one of those guys that has those fast twitch muscles. Yeah, that's what the that's what the power. Okay, and yeah. I guess I'm like the other one. Are you? You're slow twitch? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so you'd be a better endurance runner than. I don't know. You've seen that. That's why I want to ask you about yeah. that. I don't know if I'm. So basically, I think I'm not good in either. Just, but, uh, uh, but see, in my DNA fit, I thought it was going to say, so the diet types that it says based on your. So you load up, basically what you do is you get your 23andMe or your Ancestry DNA. You load it up into this service and based on your genetics, so this isn't 100% accurate because it's just taking your genetics and it'll tell you based on what it says. So it's not your epigenetics. It's not like how the environment has affected your genetics. It's just straight up based on your DNA. Mm -hmm. Here's your optimal diet. I thought it was going to be Mediterranean for sure. There's three choices, Mediterranean, low carb and low fat. I'm low carb. Huh. It's saying based on my just my pure genes. genes. And I do think that's kind of right for me. I don't feel like I can t handle a lot of carb. I don't think I do well on a lot of carb. Mm -hmm. But in situations like going to the gym and stuff, I do need, need some it. carb. Yeah. You know? And you're, it's probably very specific what, what you feel good taking in. Totally. Yeah. 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 But I really think um, I can go for days with like no, very little carb, just like protein and fat yeah and, Co and totally coffee fine. yeah coffee. and coffee i know me too but uh dan i want you know what i was going to ask you is yep. you, what, what do you think's happening right now in canada i feel like canada always lags what's happening in the states but you know mm -hmm. there's more and more different uh types of companies that are opening up like with functional fitness type mm -hmm. of thing there's um, you know, I think there's Orange Theory and there's a bunch of other ones. You know, they're, they're not just like the old school gyms. They're not like Lifetime Fitness no. or the Gold's Gym that Nick used to go to. Yeah, did like, you go to Gold's Gym? No, I never went to Gold's Gym. I did have a Good Life membership once back in the day. A lot of people go to Good Life. Yeah. That's, is I that the biggest chain right now? I think so. They're I everywhere. think it's everywhere. I think after in Canada. Pre yeah, after Premiere. Premiere was everywhere. Premiere yeah. was everywhere. Remember trying to cancel Premiere? Yeah, that's you what I was going to say. Oh, once they would they charge got you for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what was the deal that's with the that? They got your credit card ever. information <laughs> and you just couldn't cancel. It's like you hung up the phone thinking, yeah, I think I canceled my yeah, membership. Yeah, no. And the next month it would come on your statement and there wasn't online banking. So you literally like waited until you got your statement and you're like, what the hell is going on? But um but, but <laughs> what do you think what do you think's happening in Canada with like it, it seems slowly there's more and more um kind of franchises and chains coming out that aren't just like a, a regular old school kind of either gold's gym or the modern yeah. nicer we call them like big box gyms big box yeah. gyms that so kind just, of stuff but yeah, there, where you go and walk on the treadmill and pay are people finally understanding that you know like yeah i think social media has a huge impact on that because everybody's following their favorite i don't know whoever athlete, they want to look celebrity. like or whatever and they're all doing stuff that actually works now so okay. the stuff that works you need to move and okay. You need to move in ways that we were meant to, built to move, you know? Yeah, so, okay. and that's how you get real results. 
is, you know, you can go walk on a treadmill, do some curls. You're not going to really do anything for yourself. It's funny because now I finally see people are kind of distinguishing between bodybuilding mm-hmm. and They're understanding the difference between yeah. it all. Yeah. yeah Again, I think social media is such a huge educator in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you got me uh, addicted to this one freaking YouTube CrossFit yeah, dude. Yeah. But what I found <laughs> is, so I watched this freaking guy on YouTube all the time now, yeah. but one of his buddies, or he used to be a bodybuilder. He was a bodybuilder. It's he Team was Richie. A, What's the yeah. guy's YouTube channel? Team yeah, Richie. Team Richie. Okay. Yeah, his name's and, Craig. And he used to be a bodybuilder. And yes. some of his friends that he brings on his YouTube channel are like ex-bodybuilders. And yeah. what I find fascinating of, of where we are in fitness is that they're now distinguishing between, yes, I'm doing these curls because I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah. And you're doing these kind of functional movements yeah. by like squatting and putting some weights overhead because you're doing like CrossFit or a functional. Yeah, and you're fitness. more like, a, you know, more training your whole body and yeah. you're trying to be fit. Whereas I'm trying to build my body and be a bodybuilder. Yeah. Whereas just like five, six, seven years ago, I feel like it was all smashed together. Yeah. Like the bodybuilders thought they were fitter than the, the functional fitness guys and the yeah, functional yeah. fitness guys look down on the body, you know, yeah. where now people are like accepting everything. Have you, have you watched any of those videos on YouTube when it was like, it's, you know, they do different workouts and it's like the bodybuilder versus the yeah. CrossFit guy versus or the, the pow- weightlifter versus the, or the weightlifter yeah. versus the power lifter. I love those. I love yeah, those. Those things. are good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. People still come in the gym and, um, they're like, uh, Oh, I'm interested in your weightlifting program and i'll be like um well do you have any experience i'm like yeah i weightlift and then i realize what they mean by that is like they've been to the gym and they've moved some barbells Body around okay. yeah but i didn't they know they still know they still I, I don't do even that. know what weightlifting so is. weightlifting, weightlifting is a, would be bench an olympic press. no it's oh, no. an olympic lifting sport so olympic weightlifting and we just okay. call it weightlifting. So powerlifting. Powerlifting is, is bench press, okay. deadlift, squat. i always mix it yeah. up yeah, yeah yeah weight olympic weightlifting is snatch and clean and jerk and it's like weightlifting has been going on for forever, like for such a long time. Um, but yeah, people just mix up all these terms and just think because they go to the gym and do some bench press that they're weightlifters. But that's like, yeah, the terms definitely change. It's like, way. Yeah. I mean, but it's becoming I, so much more popular now that and with social media and people following people, people are just educating themselves, really just by watching people. Because I, I, I think, yeah, I think in the last few years I've heard more about clean and jerk mm-hmm. from just regular people and snatching than I maybe ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's becoming Whereas, super popular. Well, weightlifting was almost dead, dead yeah. outside of like kind of a subculture, like a little niche subculture. Of the Russians. Cro- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, before, before CrossFit. I feel like and Bulgarians. Yeah, oh yeah. anything <laughs> in that year, Eastern yeah, European yeah. block. And the steroid producers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but then the, uh, yeah, it, I mean, and, and most weightlifters will give CrossFit a, a lot of credit for, oh, for the, it, it the, was CrossFit. the reborn kind of exposure yeah, yeah. to it, right? CrossFit re-exposed people to those movements. Even though that's created, like you should see the American Open now in the States, which is a, a once a year competition for Olympic weightlifting. There's like 3,000 people competing. That's insane. And, and there used 15 to, there, years there, ago, there was like 300. There, there might have been 3,000 people, not even 3,000 people in the whole world that did weightlifting. Wow. Yeah. But it's now, crazy but, how... But early CrossFit, the form was so bad yeah, that there was no CrossFitters it. competing in weightlifting. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Now no. there's a bunch because there's they've, 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 they've yeah, realized... Now we have like coaches who do this for a living and it's not a side job or... This is what I do for a living, right? So then, you know, you got to get good at really teaching people how to do it. Otherwise... You're just a fraud. It's a good evolution. And I think just for somebody like me who kind of has been sitting at a desk for like 25, 25 years at yeah. this point, just just a simple movement, like putting your hands over your head. Yeah. Like for me, when I first, you know, 
if anyone's listening to this, if you think you can put your hands over your head, like when I think when I thought I could put my hands over my head, they were actually slightly ahead of my head. Most people will be, especially if you've been sitting in a chair yeah. for a long, long time. And I still can't do it very well, but I think it's taking me like three or four years. And I appreciate that it's taken that long, by mm-hmm. the way. Like I like that it's it's something you have to it's work, to work at, at. And it's probably to move maybe two inches from the tips of my fingers to one spot to like a little bit further back. Yeah. I think the middle of my shoulder blades, the back of my shoulder blades, like those middle muscles in yeah, there. Yeah, the rhomboids. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Rhomboids. Um, I don't think I had any. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I. Hey, they're very underutilized, especially in the body. No, no, I wouldn't say that. Bodybuilders, real bodybuilders will do it. People who go to the gym and do what I'll like put in quotes bodybuilding, where they just work mirror muscles, they won't use those. Okay. But those. And then I never went to the gym at all. So I don't have them at all. Because I think it was Rachel at some point who was like saying, okay, no, bring your shoulder blades back. Your posture is off. And she's like pushing into the middle of my back, saying, you know, kind of squeeze these muscles here. And I was like, I don't Can't think do I, I don't think there's anything there. I think it's just skin. And Never used. Yeah. But now after years of trying, I think that I actually have a little bit of like motion where I can yeah. kind of like tense up those muscles and something actually happens. Yeah. The, it's, and they play a huge role in um, your shoulder, like your shoulder health. So people with shoulder problems and stuff like that and which kind of goes along with posture because what do you see from people coming in there oh, oh, like that round like shoulders? this, especially. So here's the bad side of social media is people who walk around liking instagram posts all day their heads are in this forward look down position you're in a chair slunched over all the time and your body just adapts to the situations you put in the most so it just will naturally start to build that way you have a generation of uh, kids who grow old and just kind of crumple forward you know i have my kids do the most ridiculous things i'm like look i know i'm not going to get you off the phone all the time but when you have your phone you have to have your arms straight in front of you and your your are your forearms up so your hands are in front of your face so that when you're looking at your phone you're not hunched over and your phone is directly in front of your face and they look at me i'm like i don't care you just do it yeah (laughs) so i did that i was at i forget what lineup i was in i think i was at the grocery store the other day and i I noticed myself looking down Mm. but i was reading an article and the line was long and i I've, I've tried to make a conscious point of actually putting my phone away now in those instances and just letting my mind wander. Yeah. But I think it was a Leaf article. I think it was the rest of that Mitch Marner article I wanted to read, right? That was so, a great article. So I was reading it and I, I noticed my head was down. So I put my head up and did that and held the phone in front of my face. And I'm like, man, compared to the way most people look at their phones, you look I like look, a fool yeah, when you're yeah. doing I'm it. I'm like, I must look so weird right now. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care because yeah. you know what? There's someone, uh, there's someone at the gym too, where her their, her daughter. Because I see her when I go to the athletic therapist that I went to. Her oh. daughter went there too. Yeah. From at school, from looking down at a laptop and their phone too much, has a lump in the back of her oh neck from from a posture posture issues. What would the lump be <sighs> from? Just her neck bending? Said, yeah, they said it's part. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but yeah, she yeah. said Medically, it's it's yeah. yeah. It's just something that because of uh, looking down so much and what she's been doing, it's actually impacted now. Like her her body, like it's it's kind oh, of like man. made a made a problem. So That's they're trying to fix it. Messed up. Like we're so smart developing all these different technologies that yeah. end up then owning us. Yeah. Like as a species, oh. we're the most freaking weird species because we do things that we think are so good yeah. that are ultimately like destroy, destroy. us. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Social media. I'm always back and forth with that. I, I have to fight it. I have to do it for business. Yeah. So I'm yeah. on there all the time. So Instagram, much attention. Story, everything. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, at the same time, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I would love to delete this yeah. forever. More and more people I forever. hear are deleting just their, not their Instagram account, but their Facebook account. Mm. 
keeping Instagram, but yeah. just finally getting rid of Facebook. Yeah. I wonder if we, because I think five years ago, I could have never seen Facebook. Someone saying, hey, I'll delete my Facebook account. Yeah, no, I don't think too I've, much. The only reason I keep it is response. for some groups that you're, you know, those like yeah. private groups. I do like it with the, the gym groups. Yeah. Yeah, and that way I can send out information. People respond fairly quickly. Emails take way longer for people to respond to. Yeah. So... I know I you know it's so there's so many amazing things about it and then some days I'm just like I want to get this all out of my life man so how do you <laughs> I'm curious how you explain cross okay yeah. so you do CrossFit classes at Radix obviously do, yes. and um, how do you explain because I fail when I try yeah. to because some of my friends will say hey you know Tom what are you doing at the gym and I'm like I do this CrossFit class and I just fail trying to explain it because I say, ah, oh, yeah, we do pull-ups yeah. and, you know, we kind of lift, we do some Olympic lifting, you know, mm -hmm. we do these things called cleans. And as soon as I say that, people are like, freak out. out. I'm yeah. like, I'm out. You've yeah. already said too much. Yeah, yeah. How do you explain, is there a different way to explain what CrossFit style working out is? Or is it just... They have, they have a term and I, I don't know if I... Is it functional think, fitness? It's, yeah, it? functional fitness would be one way to explain it. Um, they have, like CrossFit has a like a definition that they but again people i don't know if you if you told the average person who doesn't know anything about working out they'd be like oh, i have no idea what you're talking about um i just when people come in the gym i just tell them like listen we teach you how to move external loads so i teach you how to pick things up put it down that kind of stuff so stuff that's a that in everyday life you need to pick up and move around and i teach you how to move your body you should be good at moving your body in space so you should be able to push yourself up off the ground you should be able to pull yourself up onto something and then i make sure that you can do it a lot of times and i also make sure that you're in good cardiovascular health so we run we jump on things we row and that way that your heart and your lungs are in shape the way they should be and it's basically what any athlete would do to get in shape for any type of thing except for for the most part i'm just keeping people in shape for life and that's, you're dialing down it dialing it down to adjust for their capability yeah of course right yeah. i'm not going to tell some 60 year old that i'm going to make them do but a muscle does that so crazy, like i'm just trying to think if i walked in does that explanation e even work because like someone like me i might just have like low energy yeah and i'm like well dan yeah now because now i can appreciate the ability to pick things up and being kind of strong enough that like okay i can pick up my kids well yeah. they're too big for that now but yeah. i can run like we go on vacation run around and yeah. play tennis and beach volley uh, volley volleyball and soccer and that kind of stuff yeah. um but when i first walked into a gym it was just like hey man i don't know i'm exhausted like i don't know is this gonna help my yeah. energy Do, does anyone walk in like that yeah most people walk is in it? with either like i've let myself go and with letting yourself go comes i have low energy um, I, I don't move around well. I get gassed very, like, so I get out of breath very easily. Um, you know, I have these weird injuries of, like, just stuff just hurts. No specific reason why. They're really just trying to reclaim their life yeah, back yeah, okay, of what yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, you know? And yeah, that I, energy I know is part I'm in of a wrong, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because you know what? I, I find what going to Radix and going to the gym has been for me, it's become more a mental uh, it's become more beneficially mentally for me than I ever thought. Mm -hmm. So although there's been great physical benefits, of the mental benefits of going to the gym oh, are yeah. basically the primary reason I now go. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even care. I, I feel I feel better. You know, I, I, I definitely uh, feel stronger and stuff. But the mental benefits have uh, transitioned into so many other areas of life. Like I can't tell you because you... 
uh, I think you you probably know this, but for just the benefit of everyone listening, is Dan got me last fall to do this thing that I've shared once or twice briefly before, but it was uh, this workout where you had to do 30 clean and jerks, Mm -hmm. which if you're not familiar with that, it's a bar with a 45-pound plate on each side. You lift it up to your shoulders, uh, basically, and then you push it over your head. That's a clean, and then pushing over your head is a jerk. So you do that 30 times, which to someone listening to this who's fit, they might just laugh at that. For me... That was a lot, and then but even you, if you're fit, if you think you're fit and you laugh at it, come to my gym. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll see you. how fit you are. If you yeah. ne- well, no, if, <laughs> if, if you've, you've never, never tried done something it before, like that yeah. before. It's, but before you dive into all this stuff, it doesn't. I uh, just to be clear, you don't have have to do that. Like there's people no, that this do, is like on this is signing up for something psycho like challenge. <laughs> for me, being it was like psycho. I'm going to do something crazy. Crazy, yeah, but yeah. that's what people do with Iron Man's and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. That crap was crazy. I look at Iron Man and be like, you guys are nuts. I don't want to do an Iron Man. Yeah, run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So this was my crazy Iron Man. I yeah, guess. yeah. So it was thirty of these over my head. Yeah, and if it, this is—I didn't start with this, and you don't have to start with this. Crazy yeah. could just be trying to get your first pull-up, which was mine. Yeah, yeah. But but it was thirty of those. Then it was uh, after that was running a mile, mm-hmm. uh, which for me is the worst. And then after that was climbing ten rope uh, rope climbs that were maybe fifteen feet. Is that how high? Yeah, fifteen feet. Fifteen feet rope climbs, and then doing ten of those. And then it was doing another mile run, and then it was at the end doing a hundred burpees. So mm-hmm. throwing yourself basically on the ground Jump and back jumping back. back up hundred times and uh, you put a time cap that I had to do that under 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and I remember during the rope climbs I was failing and it's funny because I went into this weird slow motion where I saw you talking to Rachel Mm -hmm. because you were trying to talk to Rachel about like shit what the hell am I going to do with this guy I don't Mm -hmm. think he's going to get through it and I'm not really sure how to coach him through it which you did which I'll explain in a minute but I was in this slow motion where I was like reading my own thoughts out of body almost because it was like wow I usually don't feel like I fail at stuff especially that I've tried for and I think I'm genuinely about to fail and I was thinking this is so interesting like why am I going to let myself fail here and I'm like it's just my physical capability I was having this like weird self-talk and then I but at the same time I was clearly seeing you talk to Rachel and have a little bit of like a coach to coach session and then I saw Irwin at the door with Charles and I think Mike was also competing in this with me. And he was, was just destroying it. it. Yeah, he was he like, really well. yeah, he did really, really well. Yeah. And I saw, I saw like Irwin explaining to Charles kind of pointing over to me, but they didn't want to be obvious about it. Like yeah. Tom's really struggling right now. Yeah. And it was just this weird mental moment where everything was in slow motion. I was taking yeah. all the information in and seeing all this stuff. And then you coached me through it. You got me to take a longer break. Yeah. It and, just make sure that your, so your forearm started to go. So, so yeah, so my forearm to make sure that though we got those back. So it, we need to take a little bit longer break. Yeah, because I couldn't grip the ropes anymore. Yeah. My forearms were done. And, and then I was looking at the clock and I was calculating 45 minutes was our goal. And I was like thinking, all right, so for you to finish that mile and those 100 burpees, how much more time do we need? How much time can we afford to give you? And that's what that was my like mental process. And it worked. It but totally I was worked. like, man, he's going to have to hustle. I'll, I'll tell you when. Uh, so first of all, the second run, after I got through the rope climbs, you coached me through that. Yeah. The second run, I couldn't lift my arms up to run anymore. So I was running with my arms just hanging by the side of my body like some weird zombie. Yeah. And I ran a mile like that. Yeah. And then and then I got back in and I had to do these 100 burpees. And I don't know if I've ever done that before, but I did 30 burpees without stopping, which mm-hmm. for me was like quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I couldn't open one of my hands because my arm wasn't working. Yeah. I could just put my fist down. So it was one open palm and one fist. 
Christ. Yeah. And I did uh, I did 30 in a row. And then I, I think I had like eight minutes left to do the 100 or six. I think it was eight minutes. I forget. But it was a fat. They were ugly burpees. Yeah, I, I didn't win yeah. any form technique there. But I just point. got them done. Burpees. And it was like 44 minutes and like 38 seconds yeah. under the 45 minute time cap. I collapsed on the floor. Tyler at the gym thought I was going to go to the hospital <laughs> or whatever. And I was I've never been so proud. Yeah. And for me those mental when you're faced with like am i about to fail yeah. right now and then you overcome that now in life i know this sounds crazy as maybe a 45 year old telling you this but yeah. no but the more of those i can have in my life they then when something happens in your career or in business or with family or whatever it is mm -hmm. it's like i'm stockpiling all these moments that have challenged me that i know i can get through so the gym is actually making me stronger mentally in other areas of life because i actually use those lessons and i'm like hey i've faced tough situations before i just have to keep at it and i'll get through it even if it's not gym related mm -hmm. so in this weird way the gym is actually rounding out and helping me build confidence in other areas of my life and you don't have to do a crazy workout like I just described um, getting your first one or two pull-ups could be the the big mental barrier challenge sure. and uh, I never saw that benefit from going to the gym mm -hmm. so you know I just really want to thank you for that because like yeah, for sure and it's 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 part of listening to a coach because I never would have done that if you didn't say you can do this like yeah. I literally would have never done that yeah, yeah I even thinking about that now I'm like what the hell was that that was that was psycho <laughs> yeah. so I think so when are we doing it again yeah 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 <laughs> going to the gym no but going to the gym I there was that yeah. <laughs> there was that other time I think you almost thought you 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 I was the worst person i did that workout that remember that uh the first time i did friend the first time you did friend i literally thought i killed you yeah yeah which yeah. is not like i'm very good at uh, <laughs> assessing situations and people and their abilities and not pushing them beyond where they should go but i push you you pushed me really day. good yeah, yeah 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 i've never seen somebody sit there for an hour and a half looking like <laughs> They didn't want I couldn't to speak English yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah. But I'm telling you're you. You're the only person, though, that's that, ever happened to. Uh, yeah, I've never. Under me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. I'm I don't proud. know if I should be proud of that or I no, no, no. Not be, I'm no, so. But. I'm just so grateful. That's another moment. That's another one of those moments. I'm like, hey, I got through that. Like, anyway, these are just big mental. The, mm -hmm. Pushing my body to its physical limits has been a big. Uh, just a, a, a driver of confidence in the rest of my life. Yeah. So whether you know that you're doing that for people, this is just a thank you. Like yeah, that really, sure. you're doing that to a lot of people. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Um, okay, so one one thing I did want to ask you is building endurance. I suffer with endurance mm -hmm. and you described to me two systems in the body. Can you just map that through? Because I know I have to work on my endurance system. Yeah. How does that work? So we have th uh, three energy systems um, and um, they don't, so they, it's not like one only works and then the other two shut down. All three are working. It just depends on which one is the primary energy source at the time. So when you just, um, if you do something very explosive, like say jump as high as you can, you're going to use the first energy system and that's going to use ATP, which is cellular energy in your body and, um, and uh, creatine explodes. That's your energy, but it only lasts for that one explosion. So anything past that like three, five second point of using that, then your body starts to switch over to a different energy system. And that's when we start using carbohydrate um, that we have uh, that we intake. It uh, goes through our body, into our muscles, and then that becomes the energy. So that's going to last for a couple minutes. Um, that's it, like something like a 400 meter run. Uh, you know, you do a 400 meter run all out. It takes you like a minute, just over a minute or under, depending on how 
fit you are. And that's the energy system that you get into there. After that, after that uh, first couple of minutes, then we get into our aerobic uh, energy system. And um, the primary source of energy for that is oxygen. So that's us breathing in and using that oxygen uh, to be able to continue to have energy and to continue what we do. So anything over three minutes, then it's very... Uh, it becomes very reliant on that system. Not that the other systems ever shut off. They're just not used the same way that um, that uh, aerobic system is, is the primary source. Uh, so that aerobic system and that uh, oxidative system, that has the biggest impact on, on your fitness because, first of all, everything we do is typically over three minutes. Now, in different sports, in different situations, uh, you, you know, you might rely a lot more on that second or that first one and whether what position you play, uh, how long your shifts are, all those kind of things. But those, those, uh, uh, that second system uh, is uses the uh, oxi oxi oxidative system, um, and the oxidative system actually clears out the lactic acid that's built up from... Uh, using that uh, carbohydrate system. So the more in shape you are with that system, the more that it can clear out and you can continue to use that muscle over and over again. Uh, so I have people do um, a lot of aerobic work no matter what sport they're playing because the more efficient that system is, the, the better you are uh, in those other circumstances. So whether it's like a 45 second shift in hockey, you would think like, well, I only use that second energy system all the time, but that's not, that's not true because eventually uh, depending on how, uh, in shape your oxidative system is using oxygen, that system you're going to give out the lactic acid will build up. Those muscles are not going to contract well anymore and you're going to slow way down. So if my aerobic system is in really good shape, it will continue to clear out that lactic acid. And then you can continue to have those, uh, really high intense 45 second shifts. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's like a basic rundown of how those energy systems work. Okay. So, and then to build your aerobic, uh, system, mm -hmm. that is what, that's the heart you're keeping your heart rate high, but not too high for longer periods of time. Yeah. So like, uh, if you want to build your aerobic base, uh, you take one 180, you minus your age. That's the heart rate minus plus or minus about five beats per minute that you want to work in and you want to work uh, 30 to 60 minutes. Now, if you're like a, this is, this is for like mostly every sport, but if you're like an ultra endurance person, then that's a whole different kind so of you're not discussion. pushing yourself too hard. No, no. It's very, it's like, you can talk to people at that heart rate. You can have a discussion. It gets kind of boring almost, but it's very good for you. It's good to build that base of aerobic, uh, capacity. And then, uh, that, uh, like, as you build that system, you can build the other systems, further and take yourself further your your aerobic threshold the point at which those muscles start to shut down stuff like that you can push them further and further so you so need building to have that the aerobic base. system even helps me improve my inner is it is the other system the anaerobic system so yeah so okay. that which is like using carbohydrate okay for so building my aerobic system is going to increase the ability increase my anaerobic system's ability to even push a bit longer because mm -hmm. the aerobic base is better for sure so it's going to help pushing out that lactic acid and yep. stuff like that and if you can't Okay, so 30 to 60 minutes, and, and how many times, 
a week to increase your aerobic system. I think you've told me this before. It's two times a week minimum at 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah, that would be a good place to... So riding a bike, a light run, yeah, uh, rowing. I, s- I switch it up. Some people like to, like, I don't know, I get bored. So to run for 60 minutes straight, I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. But if I could like run, row, bike, okay. so throw some it's, skipping It's almost in there. anything, okay. Anything to keep your heart, your heart rate, rate up. But if you're playing a specific sport, then you should just use things that you would do in that sport because then at least you're building a more functional pattern okay. at that heart rate. And the best way, the easiest way or the cheapest way to measure your heart rate uh, is one of those chest straps? Yeah. What are How much do those go for? Uh, you can get them anywhere between 80 and uh, $80 and up. And wh- how do you read it? It syncs to your phone? Uh, no, they, they typically come with a watch that will go on your wrist and okay. it will pop up on the watch. Okay. Yeah. I just did a bunch of research to different ones. Okay. Maybe I got a cheap one. Yeah. But on all the websites that I saw, it was usually ranked from number one or two yeah. because it uh, they connect different ways. One of the things, my old one, which was really old because I got it for my mom because she stopped using it when I when I needed one. There's two different ways it connects. One will connect via, a lot of the new ones connect via Bluetooth to your phone or to your Apple Watch or to whatever else you're using, one of the, one of the watches. And then there's a, another way it connects. Starts with, with an A Yeah, or it's something? ACT, I think. Yeah, a- that's ACT right. ACT yeah. Plus. And some of them will connect automatically to gym equipment. So on oh, the cool. assault bikes at the gym, my old one, yeah. I didn't realize. So I would just hop on the assault bike and it would automatically give me the reading for my heart rate running the assault bike on the little computer, which was awesome because then cool. I didn't need to look at, look at the thing. So, so I just got one of those chest things, but there's no on off on mine. You no, so the, put it on. Well, yeah, the one that I had, I looked up to change the battery and because it was older, you couldn't like it just it lasted for like years but then you can't actually change the battery on the thing you gotta throw it out so, so you just put new, it on and go to one of these devices that'll pick up the signal yeah n- yes some gym equipment has it or it's a bluetooth one or it's what dan said like the watch right so polar's a very, okay. really popular one yeah. they have the watch but most of them now you can replace the batteries the large majority of them you'll be able to replace the batteries and more and more have gone bluetooth um, but I like that little feature, so I'm hoping it was through the Act Plus. So I got one that actually can do both. I forget the name of it. I'm still waiting it to come from Amazon. So I'll, I'll let you know how it is. But I, I, I researched those things for longer than I care to admit because yeah. I was trying to but get the a, a aura, good one. Yeah. So the Aura ring that you're wearing, uh, it does it does it do heart rate in real time? But you're uh, not going to wear that usually working. I never out. look at it. It does do like throughout the day, like like uh, like an exercise score type thing. You know, like. I don't know. I, I don't can't know remember it if it does heart rate either. I, n- yeah. I never really use it. The only thing I actually use this thing for, so I'm wearing it today, but often I don't even wear it during the day. I put it on at night because I'm curious about my recovery for the day, uh, for the next morning, which it'll give me resting heart rate. It gives me a lot more. It gives me sleep and all that stuff. Don't really look at it too much. Just looked at rest, look at resting heart rate while I'm uh, sleeping and then my HRV in the morning and to give me an understanding. I was telling Dan the other day that I was, I was surprised that it was one, a couple deep days, sleep. couple days ago. No, my deep sleep's pretty good. But a couple of days ago, my recovery wasn't good. I couldn't really, I could actually pinpoint some of the reasons, but I was surprised at how off it was. But my typical resting heart rate in the, is usually like mid 40 range at night um, based on this. And then that night we went out to the UFC, the stayed up late, had a few drinks, didn't sleep that well. He yeah. doesn't know uh, why. It jumped. Yeah. Well, that, 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 <laughs> that night I do. It jumped I know up, I do. I was yeah. there. Jumped up to 60. <laughs> It went from 45 yeah. to yeah. My, as soon my as some rest, alcohol's in your system, your resting, resting heart rate, rate yeah. ran up really to 60. High. So no wonder you're like not you're not well rested because no, you're just the you're other crap. thing I noticed also if we eat late at night, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or eat that, crappy food. See that doesn't, doesn't affect, affect you. Eh? I eat late for at me, night every me. night, but huh. you eat good food though. 
Yeah, like, generally are you, good food. Are you doing a Mike DeSormo to A&W? No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't eat fast food. His, his recovery I, went down substantially it, when he does those that, Wendy's yeah. runs. But I only <laughs> even eat pretty good food late at night, and my resting heart rate goes way up. I have two dinners. I have dinner one when I get home, which is like a big <laughs> dinner, and then I have dinner two after the kids go to bed. I go downstairs and either have like leftovers from the previous dinner or like I'll eat like just five random – I'll have like – peanut butter on a pita and then i'll have like you know some berries and then i'll have like i'll eat and then i'll have some prosciutto and then, like i have like five different random foods and it doesn't like, affect <laughs> your recovery in the morning not that i've seen no because no. his like measurable. his calorie intake is not high it's just yeah. higher in the evening but overall for what he does in the day so he needs that his yeah. body's gonna be fine if that was like a whole bunch of extra calories beyond what he's so uh, maybe that's what's happening day. to me maybe yeah. i'm eating too much when it goes late at night because i'll, I'll know it's it's like i'll document the, uh, the whoop band taught me that mm-hmm. if i eat past eight or nine at night my recovery is like consistently every single time and then if i just stop eating at like it's 7 30 7 45 is you do you eat the same thing late at night same thing what is it It'll usually just be leftovers, so like some protein, like chicken or yeah. beef, and some vegetables and some rice. Huh. It's it's literally the same. I mean, a different variety of those yeah, three things, but yeah. basically the same. Food. See, I actually eat lighter stuff. Like I won't eat meal stuff. I eat snack, like good snacky stuff, and a bunch of it. So that's yeah. the only difference. Because sometimes different I'll have a full yeah. meal because if I get back from a soccer practice with Aiden or something, and it's nine thirty, mm-hmm. and maybe I miss dinner. And I'm going to have it late. And then I'll be eating the full out dinner. Oh, I do that too. Yeah, like if yeah. we have a class or something, I don't get home But I'll that notice time. my recovery. And if I just don't eat, all my recovery. And I feel lighter and so fresher don't eat. in the morning. You, stop no, no, being that, a baby. No, no. I stopped. That's why I stopped. I don't. No, I don't. have to eat a lot. Like I have to eat a lot to sustain my sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't got it. sleep. If yeah, I don't this, eat. This guy sleeps, oh, like, sleeps like a bear. He yeah, sleeps like 16 yeah, hours a day yeah. or something. I, if, I, if I don't eat before I sleep, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just like ravenous. When do you go to when do you go to bed at five thirty? I don't want to admit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you get up at like some crazy hour. I get up at four fifty nine every day. Why not five? Because then I'm one minute ahead of everybody who got. You got it. Five. Okay, you're ahead. You're like Jocko Willink, I'm, man. Oh, Taking yeah, a picture man. of my clock. Four fifty nine. Yeah, every I got day. You. So how? But, yeah. So I need eight hours of sleep minimum for sure. So what would be the easiest way for someone walking in the gym that, you know how someone says they want to recover their body? Like they just want to get a little bit of fitness back and they've kind of let themselves go. Is there like an easy way to summarize? Like, I don't know, just eat like this. Do you give Mm. anyone kind of coaching around just kind of clean this up a little bit? Or is it just so case by case that it's just impossible? Yeah, it's very case by case. But like um, if you can just eliminate some of the things that, like our common sense to eliminate like how about we start with uh not drinking late at night which most people are having glass of wine beer let's start with that um and then you know like let's just get back to eating stuff that comes from this earth you know stuff like it's the simplest things yeah you know like why so just stop if you're eating fast food stop eating fast food like, why don't we start with those type of things? Typically, your calorie counts will go way down. The amount of sodium you take in goes way down. If you're eating on the run all the time, then there's a whole bunch of things that are wrong with that, including, like, when you eat, you should probably sit down, think about what you're eating, chew your food, and, which most people are just inhaling, right? I inhale. A reason, I definitely yeah, inhale. Yeah, there's a reason we have teeth. I inhale. It's, <laughs> it's to break it down before it gets in your stomach because then your body can absorb the nutrients of what you just ate. You know what I mean? But maybe you know, that's why I'm I think, not sleeping at night. I yeah, just inhale maybe it. You so just the digestive like, system is yeah. like, why do I have a full steak in the stomach? Yeah. Right <laughs> but I think 
along with that goes, uh, there should be a, a time where you're like, you're giving your body a chance to relax, eat, let your digestive system do what it's supposed to do. And you should, you know, be thankful for what you have, you know, yeah. it's just slow it down a little bit because if you're just inhaling it, you know, you're getting a burger on the run with some Coke and then you're just inhaling it in the car while you're driving like that. There's no way any of that I, is good for you on any type of level, physical, mental, whatever, you know? I think so. what really helped me was when I took the time to find the replacement food. So instead of kind of eliminating cereal and milk, mm -hmm. right, which I'm like, okay, cereal, because I used to think cereal, like if I got the ones with the, the person who looked fit on the front of the box, <laughs> yeah. I thought those <laughs> cereals, that, that was basically it. my education. I would yeah. like, oh my God, that's for fit people, that yeah. cereal. So I'll do, if I eat a box and a half of this before I go to bed, yeah. is that going to make me look like the yeah. person on the box? Yeah. But anyway, so I, instead of removing that as a late night snack, what it was difficult until I found like wow I can eat almond butter mm -hmm. like if I have like a piece of dark chocolate or, or like three or four pieces of dark chocolate mm -hmm. almond butter and as replaced the cereal it's way healthier for me mm -hmm. but it's and I'm enjoying it even more yeah. like the dark, dark chocolate with almond butter to me is like the most the uh, richest treat, treat yeah, that I can it's have it's like a rich man's uh peanut butter and chocolate or something yeah, yeah. oh my gosh i love it i was definitely i definitely od'd on the it is <laughs> yeah. never thought about that it's like a rich man's reese's pieces yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> I, uh, yeah i just uh, i love it I just, it's a rich man's. but what you're getting is a, a bunch of good fat and not that sugar insulin spike yeah that you're getting but from so the i cereal. find if someone um would uh just kind of outline hey you can eat really well yeah just just go out to the grocery store and find the like i didn't know i could eat dark chocolates mm -hmm. nuts yeah. Like I didn't know macadamia nuts. Yeah. I love macadamia nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea about macadamia nuts. Yeah. Now I can eat rich mac man's nuts. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, what's going on. I know. <laughs> Rach is no, Rach no. loves macadamia nuts. I'm like, you man. need to get a before, new hobby. Yeah, before I knew how expensive <laughs> they were, when I when I first tried them, I'm like, I really love these nuts. So yeah. I think I went to Whole Foods first they're like of butter, all. Man. First of all, Whole Foods. Oh, right? Yeah, and then I loaded up one of those bulk bags. I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm just gonna get a lot of these. I went I, fifty and, bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like four. Yeah, this bag was like forty eight dollars. I stood back. I'm like, whoa, what, what 40. And then, you know, when you go through that little embarrassment moment, you're yeah. like, well, I guess I'm still buying these because oh, I like man. put these here. Now I have no shame. I have that no kind shame of stuff. either. I'm just like, that's crazy. I'm out, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm not buying this. That's going back. I went to buy some shortbread cookies last went last uh, Christmas from Whole Foods. I don't know what kind of shortbread cookies or who, which grandma made these things, but that came up to fifty something dollars. I oh walked away. God. I'm like, this the is insane. The best. My mom know. makes these things. We, I learned. Crazy. I learned from Doc uh, from Doctor Cowan uh, when I was meeting with him once. He told me because because for a month, remember, and I lost strength and stuff, and I was going. I kind of completely changed my diet to 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 take out all sugar, alcohol, anything that can convert sugar, alcohol. So I didn't eat fruit, fruit mm -hmm. juice, nothing. And it was a big, big adjustment. And at night, I remember it because I was getting sugar cravings at like eight at night. Like I, I would have ate my arm if, if it was made of candy. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't eating a lot of sugar at night, but I was having like I would have a lot of fruit to replace the sugar. So I was eating sweet stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I changed it all up. And he's the guy that told me that the combination of fat and protein together will shut off the sugar receptors. Now, I, I could be butchering the scientific terms and stuff like that. So for anyone listening, that's like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Good. Uh, you don't know either. <laughs> but No, I don't know. But this is what he told me, something like that. And I swear it could be placebo, maybe not. But now when, when I do have something like that, then I throw that together, any cravings will disappear. 
and it's been like the the number one breakthrough for me that that just kind of stuck with me forever. Like whenever whenever I have a craving, I'll do something when I co- combine some sort of fat and uh, protein, mm-hmm. and any of those cravings just it's disappear gone. really quick. And I'm totally satiated. It's not like I'm suffering. It's, it's funny. I'm I totally was fine. just telling Dan this that for me, I, I it's the fat specifically. I find that like if I have uh, if I'm feeling like maybe I'm, I don't get cravings too much anymore. But yeah. if I'm feeling it, if I have a spoonful of like um, that constant MCT oil, yeah. the concentrated coconut oil, yeah, yeah. that fat hits me. Yeah. That does nothing for me. I eat that. I'm like, what's this? There's nothing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's 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 placebo. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it fat it, is satiated. Yeah, it just yeah. satiates me. So yeah. like the dark chocolate, the fat, the fats. But I was telling Dan butter. that sometimes if I if I'm still hungry or something, if I could just have a chunk of butter, that satiates okay. me too. Let's so. focus for a moment. Yeah, people okay. that are listening to this, uh, New Year's, right? Some mm-hmm. people are coming out. New Year's, they're like, okay. This is the year. I just I just finished eating way too much, <laughs> drinking way too much. Yeah. I'm hoping I can really pound back a few good bottles of wine actually over the holidays too. <laughs> Dan's gonna make me suffer for that in January. But, yeah, you are but, gonna uh, suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so for people that are going through that and they're like, you know, where where do they start, man? Because some people, you know, they just really have never been through this process before, and it's the first time that they're like, look, I'm I've gotten a little bit older now. I'm really kind of starting to feel a little bit crappy. Yeah. Um, what what are the first kind of couple things for them to look at? I know you mentioned like fast food and stuff, but like mm-hmm. if, if you had to kind of pick like five pillars or whatever the number is for them to start. And remember, these are people that really haven't looked into this stuff before. Yeah. Where, where do they go? What do they start doing? What do they look at? Yeah, they need to start moving. So you got to start to find something you enjoy doing moving. So simple as walking? Yeah, walking could totally, de- depending on, you know, how... I don't know how much weight you need to lose and stuff, but yeah. I know people who've lost a hundred pounds just walking every day. Cause before they just weren't doing, they anything. just weren't doing anything yeah. and they were very, very overweight. Um, but you need to move more and find something that you enjoy or, or find a community of people you enjoy hanging out with and doing something like that. So that's why running groups are so popular and da da da. Um, and that's why, that's why our gym works, the community aspect of it, but find somewhere where you can move every day um and maybe three times a week move a little more aggressively okay doing something you know making it a little more challenging for yourself and find somebody to be accountable to or with because then somebody's gonna have to hold you to this new you know lifestyle that you want to start what about the people that like so you mentioned the gym and i'll I'll, I'll let you finish but just before Mm -hmm. i forget what about the people that are intimidated coming to a gym? Because I'm sure you've dealt with some of those people, yeah. whether it's your gym or any other gym they're going to go to. Yeah, yeah. You've dealt with some people that are probably like, because yeah, they don't want other they, people to uh, see the workout. Yeah, or so well, what, but what? I just love the also like, I think I need to get in shape before I come to your gym. Like what the? Yeah. So how do you? So what do you say to those people? Like, do they just <laughs> come, start coming and, and come? Please confidence? come. I will work out with you myself. Like just go go to somewhere where there, there's people. All the the people at our gym and probably most CrossFit gyms or those type of gyms, they're so welcoming and they understand where you've been and where you've come from. They've been there themselves. They will like, will help you. That's the whole reason why we're there. And that's the whole reason why we do this stuff. I I have people who can barely do anything coming to my gym. As long as they keep coming, they get better. They lose weight. They change their lives. But like, it's like anything. You, if you don't show up and do it, it's not going to happen, right? right? You got to get out of that mindset. Like you don't need to be in shape to go to the gym. You don't need to lose a couple more pounds. You need to go there, you know, 
every day if you can or every other day at the very least and then just do what they the tell you to do. The best thing about it is if you've never been to the gym and you start going, mm-hmm. the uh, the level of rapid improvement that you see. Oh, at the beginning it, it, is the best. Yeah, it's awesome because I like wish. every week just you get yeah. better and you can do Stronger. more and more stuff. You're like, this is amazing. Yeah. You think it's going to last forever. And then slowly you're like, yeah. you realize as you get in, in better and better shape, all those, you know, it's, it gets harder to get. Yeah. It's a lot of diminishing returns, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so that's cool. So get out and move. Yeah. And then do the like and then what clean i know it's both right but like you what do you, what do you do tell both. people so it's clean up their diet first yeah. or just you know just you like, got to do both you got to and i honestly believe that the people who are successful uh with weight loss and and getting their energy back and stuff like that they do both they have to make a change in both areas. You but, can't just make a change in one area and expect to see the change. But do they go see. cold turkey? Because some people with bad habits, they're just going to all of a sudden go. It's like quitting smoking, right? It's harder yeah, to yeah. quit smoking cold no, turkey. It's so what like, do you, again, if if I can work with the person one-on-one, then we start to figure out you know, why they are where they are, and we start to eliminate things one at a time. So where you, do you know Mr. Redden? Yeah. Yeah. So when he first came to me, which is like, I don't know, seven years now, and he still works out at our gym and he did a lot of one-on-ones with me, but you know, he was over 200 pounds. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you see him now. Yeah. No, I wouldn't And you know what? That. You know what? The only thing we did at the How beginning is he? was, he is 63, I believe. He was, uh, he's uh, right. He did the 12 week challenge, but like he had lost a lot of weight even before he did the 12 week challenge. Um, he's 158 pounds now. He was over 200 pounds. Uh, and you know what? The only thing we did at the beginning, which got rid of 20 pounds, is we cut out his pop and his beer intake. That was it. The re- and wow. he lost 20 pounds from that. Really? Yeah. Ruined his quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but now, you know, like he could have been totally intimidated. The guy's never worked out in his life. He's uh, at that point, he was in his late 50s. He was overweight. He had all the excuses in the world, but he kept showing up. Yeah, that's you know cool. What I mean? So like, it's really the mental shift. The rest, can, if you can do this, so. From the people you've worked with, I yeah. guess is is once the mental shift happens, the rest can be figured out. Oh, but yeah. if you don't have the mental shift, it's you, you know you're just it's going to be a tough kind no. of slog. You're not real for him. With yeah, it. exactly. For him, it was a life. It was a real lifestyle change. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know, I'm in this for three weeks and out. No, it's been seven years since that point. Yeah, like, and he's still in good shape, and he still works out all the time, and he still eats well, and he still doesn't you know, drink a lot. He still has a beer on the weekend when he wants to, doesn't drink pop at all anymore because that crap is just senseless, useless calories. Yeah. It's the thing. Cause I'm seeing more and more. Cause I was, I saw some friends from high school, um, a couple of weeks ago, we, we sat down and, and a few of them were asking me, they're like, Hey man, like, are you, so what do you do? How do you stay in shape and stuff? And I didn't get really into it, but I was like, guys, yeah, they're friends from high school. So the conversation's a little bit different, right? Yeah. You know, but I'm like, guys, it's not flipping rocket science. Yeah. Just figure it out. Don't stop. Stop drinking the crap that you're drinking right now in front of you, right? Or as much of it and go do something, right? Yeah. And um, so it kind of breaks down into some some simple stuff. It's just they need to want to do it. Yeah. Because I see it at my, so I'm 40, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen now at my age, there's more of a shift of people because I think really some stuff, some maybe bad habits are starting to catch up to them yeah. and they're starting to feel crappier and crappier and i've noticed myself i have to take care of my body differently now than i did you know not so 35 maybe like 30 like i've started really kind of noticing a difference just more stretching more ability you know just take Mm. care of maintenance stuff a little bit more than than i used to have to so okay yeah Yeah. because that's that's the number one thing i think people are thinking around this you know i mean often or this time of year is that when they want to get started and they've never gone through this process before they're just like there's so much crap out there. There's this diet, there's that yeah. diet, there's this workout, there's that workout. It's like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. And where the heck do you I go? You know what? It, you, the thing that's crazy is if you're consistent and you did any of those things, it, you would probably end up 
you know what if they're looking consistency for consistency is everything man imagine if you guys weren't consistent building this business where would it go in the gutter yeah. like you thanks for just <laughs> pointing that <laughs> but out you have, you have to if you guys didn't show up every day you know there's what two I mean? things like, that are are uh, maybe easy for you guys to overcome because you guys have worked out a lot that yeah. you maybe overlook yeah. is that it's intimidating to walk into a gym and see people throw weights up and down mm-hmm. for someone who hasn't because you walk yeah. in you see all those weights flying up and down people doing pull-ups and that immediately it's a big mental barrier for people to get over yeah, i yeah. find where thankfully that nick you forced me into it and you kind of pushed through but i th- i could see a lot of people just opening the door to a crossfit gym looking in going well, those, but that's way beyond me. Yeah. And the second but thing, that's, you know what? That's also sad that your first, uh, your first thought about yourself in doing something cool is like, I can't do it. Yeah. Why or why? Yeah. Why? Uh, what would stop you from being able to do that? I honestly believe I could teach 95% of people how to do like a pull up. And then out of those people, I, you know, there's, there'd be some, there's some people who obviously some, there'd be something that they wouldn't be able to do that. But we'd also, I could teach a hundred percent of people how to be in shape. Um, and I, I could teach a lot of people how to do a muscle up if they really wanted to do a muscle up, you know, I've, I, people do crazy stuff. Like, you know, why would you, why are you any different? Why can't you be that person? Why can't you have that cool story? Well, some people might not want to, yeah, to, if to you don't fair. want to, then then that's well, they might that's not, your. You know they might I mean? not want to do fifty pull-ups, but they no, might, but like they if you want to change, or, yeah. if you want to change, why are you not changing? Why are you? What makes you so special that you couldn't do it? I think there's now, so many people who've done it, yeah, and I all you have to do is just keep showing but, up. But when they haven't done that, though, they might not see that as a possibility. But that's crazy it's to me. So no, I know it's crazy that's to what I'm you. Saying, I'm saying it's crazy to you guys. I'm telling you that until. The weightlifting. What's the mental shift then? I think the weightlifting specifically, if it's if it's doing a pull up or doing rowing and some push ups, I think everybody can say, okay, I'm going to go in there. But if you walk in and you open the door and you see people doing clean and jerks and the weights are flying around, Mm -hmm. that's an intimidating scene to walk into. It's kind of like going into one of those boxing gyms where you see everybody kind of going at it. It's hard to see yourself saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to go do 12 rounds with this guy Mm because that's what that looks like. Yeah, you know. But if it's just a rowing and the push ups and stuff, I can see that as like an easing your way into it and i don't know what it is because i feel like myself i'm a pretty confident person yeah but opening the gym to that and looking at that stuff i'm like "Mm, this looks like is this beyond me but uh so if you have also one one more thing i didn't think at the age of 40 it's possible to really get fit in my mind i think now it's what in 2000 you know now this is going to be 2019 when this one goes out is as that you can uh you, you now with CrossFit and stuff, you see people who are older who are getting totally fit. Of course. But like yeah. even 10 years ago, yeah. I think there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of accepted norms of like, ah, you're over 40, you got the beer belly just and you know, just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now I think that's all kind of faded away, especially no. even in the last five years. Because people are realizing that, you, you know, a fit 50 year old feels like a unfit you know, 30 year old, like, you know what I mean? You can feel 20 years younger if you take care of yourself. Yeah. Why are you not? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Agreed. And the second thing I would say is Nick to your friends, meeting your high school friends, I think you think it's not rocket science, but look at how much you helped me with my diet. And you were just looking at me like, Oh, Tom, why doesn't Tom get that? And it's, it's really for someone who doesn't know, it is kind of like rocket. Yeah, that's fair. If you've never looked into it, even gone down yeah, I, yeah, that makes I, sense. Yeah, I yeah. don't like. It's like you would tell me something, yeah. and I'm like, oh, really? That like it would be a new yeah, idea. Yeah, like in any like in anything that you focus on for a period of time, anyone you take for granted 
what you know from like the beginning. You, you totally. know what I mean? Like it's just like when we work with investors or you work with people training, right. like anyone in any industry, of you kind of forget that stuff. But so, now yeah, when fair. you have that context of like now I can see it, I'm like, oh my gosh, anyone can walk in Dan to your gym and you're gonna take them from zero. Yeah, we have or, PVC pipes. Yeah. So like yeah. pick up the lightest thing in your house, your broom handle, put it up over your head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can teach you how to clean and jerk. What do you look for? What if someone's looking for someone to kind of help them go down this path so there's a guy that um at the gym that i've i've heard him say a couple times like that i'm not normal because i go in in the morning and i'll gladly work out by myself and i'll drag myself to the gym Mm -hmm. by myself every day and he's like see what he does isn't normal like hey you need someone to be there or a class or i need someone to be accountable to yeah right (laughs) so and i get it i'm like it's slightly addicted to working out Mm -hmm. but but for someone that thinks that I'm not normal and, and mm-hmm. wants someone and wants a trainer or, you know, w- wants to start in that path, which yeah. if you've never done anything is actually a really good way to do of it course. because to make yeah. sure you're doing things properly totally. and that type of stuff. What do they look for in your opinion in like a good, a good trainer, wherever, you know, wherever they're going? Yeah. So uh, the first thing I would ask uh, a trainer is if that's their full-time gig, like if that's what you're doing for your, you know, as your career, that's I, that's the somebody that I'd want to work with, um, and then uh, you know I would uh, ask for a couple of their before and after stories and see you know what they've done with people before, and from there you'll be able to tell. What about most eight? people who do it for a living? Like we, I don't know. I continually educate myself every year. I take more courses and. You know. I didn't believe this before, but I think probably depending on their age, it would be it would be worthwhile to know if they've worked with people in that age range sure. as well, yeah. right? Because yeah. in my understanding from the way I've trained now compared to how I used to, yeah. I, it's because of you, it's changed and it's been yeah. more beneficial for me. Yeah. And I think some of it has to do with my age, so that probably matters too. Because if you're like a, you know, a sixty-year-old woman, woman, you shouldn't be training the same way as a thirty-year-old guy. No, and if someone not. hasn't gone through that process, like that, that matters, and, and it matters a mm-hmm. lot too. I think the willingness too of the the coach or um, the trainer uh, to uh, have your best interest in mind and, and get the best program for you going. Yeah. You could like, I've never worked with somebody um, who doesn't have a leg. And then I ha- I had uh, the opportunity to do so. And I told her straight up, like, listen, I've never worked with an amputee before, but I'm a hundred percent willing to learn. And if you're okay with, you know, going along that process with me, then, um, I'm more than willing. And she, she thought it was awesome. And, you know, I love what I do. So I did a bunch of research and I also talked to uh, a lady who did a seminar that I went to about training people, uh, without, you know, legs, arms, amputee, stuff like that. And then I called her and we did an hour uh, phone call and I got all her advice on it. And because I care, I want, I want this uh, yeah, lady to cool. get better right so if you need to find somebody who really loves what they're going to do and they'll figure out a way to get you to your goals you know and that, that for us that means going above and beyond what normal people would do and i think that should be you know the person that you're looking for is somebody who really wants to help you get where you want to be what do you have going is the i know the the it's a new year. What do you have mm-hmm. going on at Radix now coming up? Because you always got something good cooking. Yeah, so I got two things going on for January. Um, we have the CrossFit Open coming at the end of February. So we're doing a CrossFit Open uh, camp, which is like what we used to do when I was fighting. We do like six to eight week training camps where you kind of really focus in on getting ready for the fight. 
Um, that includes diet, recovery, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, supplements, all your training, accessory, weakness work. So I got, I have like over 20 people who are getting ready for that and, and I'm taking care of all and the can anyone join or is that just anybody who wants to do the CrossFit open is more than welcome to join. If you're a CrossFitter and you're looking to take yourself to a whole different level, that's what I'm trying to do here with people. Um, <clears throat> and then we also have, uh, what we're calling the 12 week challenge light. So it's going to be a, a six week challenge and it's just focus on, excuse me. I you're going to choke right now. You're <coughs> gonna cho- you had that espresso chocolate bar. Yeah. You're going to choke. <laughs> um, it's six weeks and all it's about is getting back your body. So for those people who have let themselves go and who, uh, you know, they're looking for a big change in a big way and want to see big results in six weeks, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm telling you right now, it's not a sustainable thing, but we'll teach you how to make that into a maintenance sustainable thing. But we want to get as much change as possible in six weeks. So we are also doing that. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And we're going to see a lot of big uh, uh, before and after kind of stuff. From is that. that also for people just at the Is that one for just That's the for gym? anybody. That's for anyone. If as you well? are looking to make a big change in 2019 and you want to see big results in six weeks, that will be what you and how, do. uh, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, and if, you got to go on so, some people. Oh, two things. Some people know that, uh, Nick and I do this CrossFit open stuff. And I had an investor uh, pull me aside and say, hey, Tom, you know, I beat you by one place last year in the no CrossFit way. open. Yeah, because I, go, I couldn't do this. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Nick might know. D- he's up, I think he's up in Milton. I think he lives up in Milton. Milton. And, and, up and there, he so. said, you basically had me beat in everything, but I guess you can't skip. And I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, no, I can't. That 100 double under yeah, workout yeah, over yeah. and over so, uh, so he was just kind of laughing at it because he's like, hilarious. you had me beat on everything, but on the, or no, I don't know if it was everything thing but mostly uh, and then on the skipping that i just uh failed but uh anyway i'm slowly correcting that mm-hmm. um so and that's the cool thing about the crossfit open is that like everyone on all levels joins it and you can kind of see where everybody so, yeah, is and you just kind of laugh at yourself yeah. a little bit you have to but uh so what's the best way to reach out to you yeah uh by email uh radix performance at live.com Okay, Radix Performance at Do you work with people? Do you work with people remotely, or is it just people that come to I the do. gym? You, you do work with I work, people remotely I, too, yeah, as well, right? That's I what do. I thought. I forgot. Remote that. Uh, coaching, both uh, for uh, programming for their workouts and also uh, nutrition, or both. It always works better if it's both, but yeah. And we do. We've done twelve week challenges remotely with like, I we just finished one with the guy from Vaughn who lost. Uh, over 20 pounds and um, awesome like 10 percent body fat and what's gonna go out is 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 the other thing with the belt gonna happen oh yeah no? so we have a big uh our first big crossfit competition happening in the new year uh that we're hosting at the gym and that's called the uh radix rumble so we got a like a heavyweight championship belt for the winner to take home. And what's that going to be? Is that a one-day thing, a two-day uh, thing? I think it's turning into a two-day thing two, now. In May, right? A, yeah. Um, it's Different. teams It's teams of four from gyms all across Ontario. Oh, so it's an only oh, team thing. It's, you, only it's not an individual no, thing. No, you got to have a team. Teams. Yeah, and you got to bring it. Yeah, this format's going to be different than most other things. This is going to be a okay. So it's four-person teams, uh, guys and girls mixed. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's two guys, two girls per team. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's over <clears> multiple days. Yeah, you uh, you you and your team will only compete on the one day, but I have so many divisions now that I'm going to have to open a okay. second day. Yeah. Is this out of And there's your a gym? master's division, yes. You got it. So there's a master's division for 35 plus so they don't have to play with the kids. 
So 35 plus only one master's division? Yeah, 35 plus. It's so hard to like. Yeah, no, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Cool. Dan, all, I, once you're over 35, you're just old anyway. So. Dan, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank Making you. friends. Well, how, yeah. are you, how old are you now? 30, I'm 33. Oh, I'm the almost, best is when Dan, almost, sometimes we're doing a workout at the gym <laughs> and like, I'll just notice how slow I'm getting up off the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I just getting old yeah, right now? Because oh, I'm like man. exhausted days, and I'm just getting up. Do slow. you remember that uh, rowing workout and rowing and skipping that day? I almost died. Which Dude, one? I couldn't even. I I hopped oh, into yeah. the class later. I couldn't even drive home. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember. I that. didn't warm up. I just <laughs> I hopped like, in. I rode like an idiot, and then I couldn't even. Like I couldn't control my hands. So I'd, this day was the worst one uh, uh, that you ever programmed for us, which was awesome. Which I actually loved. Yeah. Was uh, that one where we had to do? Uh, it was like you picked the number of kettlebell squats to do. Oh no! You picked the uh, no what no. Was it? You no, know, the one with the twelve rounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to pick how many squats you like. You had to pick how many squats per round that you thought you could maintain for the twelve rounds. Yeah, and yeah. I think uh, you pick too. Everyone picks too high on the yeah. first round. Oh, I dude, thought I was I being so conservative. Too. I did too. I could not walk I, for like five or six days yeah, afterwards. <laughs> we were I all texting, pain, but you know, and we were all texting each other. That's the cool thing about going to a gym that I didn't uh, understand either. Your type, it's the community. Oh, That's man, what keeps you going. Best. I love the trash talking trash between talking everyone and, and like the positive you know, trash talk, like no, supporting yeah, each other kind is. of thing. Right? Like yeah, my it's brother different. Nate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have you know, and there, the, it's you know, it's not trash talking. Some people, like for my wife, when she goes and talks to people, they just chat while they work. Yeah, social aspect of it. You know what I mean? The ladies of nine thirty is it. It's definitely it's a weird. Club. I like trash talking between everyone that we go together, but also yeah. supporting everybody for at the same time. Like no, it's yeah, it's a good mix. trash talk. But at, when it comes down to you know the yeah, hard workouts, you're totally. there screaming, cheering, cheering everybody on, man, because you know what that's going what it's on. all about. The feeling isn't like you know that feeling is the best. Dan, thank you for doing this. Yeah, no uh, you know, maybe as a thank you, we'll get you some uh, rich man Reese's pieces, some dark chocolate, <laughs> and some almonds. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate no it, man. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you wanted to get in touch with Dan, let me just repeat his email address. It is, um, let me type it out here. It's radixperformance at live.com. So radix is a, uh, sorry, let me try that again. R-A-D-I-X, radix, R-A-D-I-X, performance at live.com. So Dan, that's his best uh, contact information, radixperformance at live.com. Um, and you can reach to uh, out to him that way if you're interested in any of that stuff. And listen, if you're entering 2019 and you not only want to get fit, but you want to pick up some real estate knowledge, the best place to go for that would be rockstarinnercircle.com. That is the collection of articles and resources that we have on there. Free books, free digital copies of our books are on there. And you can sign up for, at this point, I feel like it's our famous introductory class. We've been doing this for so long and sharing the latest information on real estate and how we're helping investors all over Ontario. We were adding it up not too long ago. We've crossed over a billion dollars in properties that we've helped investors buy. Um, And in that introductory class, we share all the different things that we help investors with. So if you're interested in that, you can sign up for that class as well. And you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com to get access to that. Um, here's to a great 2019, every everyone. Until next time, your life, your terms. <laughs>